0: The force is strong in my family. I have it. My wife has it. And Outer Experience has it, baby. Welcome to Episode somethingeth of Outer Experience. Because if you're in the experience, you gotta get out of it. On today's episode we are discussing the Force Awakens, Star Wars Episode seven. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Give us a good review on iTunes. Five stars would be great. And uh, write us in an email at outerexperiencepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Hello and bienvenido to Outer Experience. Because if you are in the experience...
1: You gotta get out of it.
0: Woo woo! In today's episode, Cassie and I are going to be talking about Star Wars The Force Awakens. Cassie, do you like Star Wars The Force Awakens?
1: I liked Star Wars The Force Awakens. Hey, me too. I had some gripes with it right after seeing it, but I know that I like it. Amen, it's a good movie. sister.
0: Do you remember where you were when you first saw it?
1: We were in Arizona.
0: Mesa, Arizona. Shout out.
1: Yeah, a very full theater. I'm pretty sure we saw it opening night.
0: Debate. Yeah, and AMC.
1: Yep, AMC. And it was and, full. Oh, man. And it was of course a very was exciting crowd. we had to crowd. wait in line. Yeah, we did. We had to stand outside for a very long time. Oh, yeah. Um, And the crowd was very interactive, and it was fun.
0: It was really fun. That's one of the coolest things about the reboot of these movies. When I first heard that Disney was buying Star Wars, I was very excited because that meant not only were we going to get new Star Wars movies, but it was just... it, It felt right. The timing felt so, so right for this movie because you had Marvel going on, and that was huge, and there was just this fandom of i don't know there was just like with the internet it provides like a huge sense of community and I, it's just so fun to have a franchise that big be Rebooted. revitalized yeah exactly and i remember i was very excited i remember watching the trailers when we were dating at your parents house over like thanksgiving or something like that no no, no no it wasn't thanksgiving it must have been after hey, we were we were married no we got married in 2015 we got married right before this movie came out yes we did I remember watching it though at your parents' house for one of the holidays. It might maybe it was Christmas, but that feels it early.
1: Probably was. That's
0: a year before it came out. I guess maybe they did. I don't know. Anyway, maybe we I was probably just visiting. visited but, at a different time. Man, we watched that trailer over and over. And one thing that was so cool about the trailer that I think this movie does really well is it felt like a Star Wars trailer. No, it felt like yeah. a Star Wars movie. Like it's actually
1: taking paying homage rather than just taking the name and throwing it onto a movie.
0: And this is why I think Noah brought up a really good point when we did our prequel episode. Also, first and foremost, apologize about the prequel episode's audio quality. That's on me. We were trying a new way of recording everybody, and it just didn't sound as great as usual. You know, usually our episodes are pretty clean, but they're also pretty quiet, so I hope it's not too quiet for y'all. Do you want this? Well,
1: I was going to get one, but I was... (laughs) Take it. I don't want it. (laughs) You don't want it? Cassie just handed me a candy because she's a sweetheart. (laughs) She opened it and then gave it to me. But you only had one. I know. I should grab another one. was nice of you. I had to put the other thing in the freezer. You take it. (laughs) I don't want it. All right. I'll eat it. Why it's not like
0: I I shouldn't have it. It's late and it'll go straight to my hips. But Noah said something really interesting about the Star Wars movies. That the prequels really got away from, but there was this realistic kind of grit to the Star Wars design. And in the trailer, if you rewatch the Force Awakens trailer, it's a phenomenal trailer because it doesn't give away anything, but it shows you everything you want to see. Everything's, there's a lot more, there are a lot more practical effects. You're in a very dirty place in the desert. All the characters are dirty. All the makeups dirty. You know what I mean. And it, it just brings back that Star Wars grit, that old it's that like mid that Western feel, I guess if you will, midwestern
1: feel. Feels, feels more realistic than on a set. <laughs> yeah, not stage. midwestern. Feel. Midwestern. That <laughs> midwestern feel, oh, you know. You're a Jedi, aren't you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is
0: that, is that midwest? <laughs> I don't know. That's like northwest. I was trying to no, think, like no, Minnesota that's like Minnesota or northeast. North Dakota. Oh, mm-hmm. don't you know?
1: Yeah, what is that? Where,
0: what Dakota, region? The Dakotas. When are those anyway, two, two going to decide not their differences? North and South Dakota. South Dakota. They've been at it for joined years. Joined together In one state? Yeah. <laughs> what? North and <laughs> South Dakota, you know.
1: All right, hopping off the tangent. Anyway,
0: so that was something that was really great about The Force Awakens. So, what we're going to do is we're going to do our lights, camera, reaction, reaction, review of dun, dun, dun. Star Wars The Force Awakens. Now, we are going to. Explain that really quick for any new listeners out there. So, Lights, Camera, Reaction is our new movie grading scale that Ingenious. highlights three different areas of which we want to have discussions. First of which is the creative side or the Lights. light side. That's where we talk about the plot, dialogue, characters, set design, costume design, symbolism, stories, you know, the music, if applicable. And we give, basically, we give that side a 10 out of 10 score. So that's our focus for the first part of the discussion is on the creative side. Or an out of 10 score. Yep. And then the second part is the technical side or the camera side, if you will. This is where we talk about cinematography, the execution of the design, the editing, the score, the acting, the directing, you know, all of which we're not, we don't claim to be professionals on, but we do think it's fun to dive into these things and and give, again, give the unsung heroes their due when discussing these kind of movies. Um, And then we give that a score out of 10. And the third thing we do is the personal side. So what this movie means to us is there something that we got from it that, you know, most people probably aren't going to appreciate the same way we do. And, you know, we really want to give credit to those things because I think when talking about movies, and Cassie does a great job with this, when talking about movies, it doesn't matter what other people think. It matters if you like it. I think that's a great thing. It is. And then we give that a 10 out of 10. And then we put it all together.
1: Or we give it a score out of 10. You can 10 out of 10. 10. 10. I'm sorry. We could You're okay. Yeah. We give it a, a 10 perfect out 10. movie, Every time. it gets a 10 out of 10.
0: This is the new grading scheme. I know,
1: I, know I know that they they're understand. Not silly, but, yeah. no, I
0: appreciate you correcting my grammar, even though I'm going to be mad about it. All right. Um, but yeah, so that is the light-to-camera reaction structure. 30 out of 30 would be a perfect movie in our eyes. And let's just dive right into The Force Awakens. So, first and foremost... We actually already talked about context, and I don't think there needs to be too much context in The Force Awakens. I think everyone knows about The Force Awakens. Am I right? Yeah, not necessarily too much context. Well, because well, it's,
1: ta- it's a very recent movie. Well oh, like yeah. 2015. 2015. 2015. Yeah, who cares made, about Made billions historical. of dollars. It did.
0: You know, broke the record at the time, First, which then was first by First in Endgame 10 years. And I think War. the
1: last one came out in 2005.
0: Totally. Um, So let's go through a quick plot synopsis of Star Wars, The Force Awakens. And I know, again, most people have probably seen the movie, but this is just to get your brain flowing and feeling like you're back in the Star Wars galaxy far, far away. Little reminder. 30 years after defeating the Galactic Empire, Han and his allies face a new threat from the evil Kylo Ren and his army of stormtroopers. Boom! I mean, that's, that's it. That's it. That is something so great about the plot of this movie. And just to
1: be clear, there will be spoilers in this episode. If you have not seen The Force Awakens yet, go watch
0: it. You haven't seen The Force Awakens yet? Who are you? Just spoil it already.
1: What year do you live in?
0: Yeah. Hashtag, can I borrow some of your uh, old stuff? (laughs) Smooth move. Anyway. Um, With this movie, what I think it does well, that I think the prequels missed on, was it, it keeps its focus... It is about the characters. It Cassie, is. would you agree?
1: I would agree. I agree.
0: Yeah. And, you know, a common issue that a lot of people have with this movie is that it feels really derived from A New Hope. I remember having the discussion after we saw the movie, and first and foremost, I remember we both liked it. I really liked it. Oh, yeah. It was an overall like. It was just really fun. And, but I remember driving home and being like, well, I don't love that there was a second Death Star or a third pretty much exactly <laughs> yeah and i didn't really love snoke snoke was i didn't meh. love snoke he was not my bloke if you know what i mean
1: B- bloke yeah
0: that is, is, that a bloke. A, is that a phrase Blimey. yeah oh. i think it's like australian
1: what does it mean like homie. Bloke,
0: like my buddy england i think he's in england
1: isn't is isn't it like not uh, not homie though like the opposite i hope
0: not anyway, anyway snoke wasn't my favorite and I remember having the conversation with you about Snoke specifically because I was like, that felt exactly like the, the Emperor. Emperor. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know who else they were trying to go for there. So where are you
1: getting this from? Are you guys copying yourselves?
0: But after watching it this time and after letting it simmer, of course they did that on purpose. You know, that wasn't something that was lost on the writers that they're like, well, oh crap, this guy's just like the Emperor.
1: How did we not How see that? They're what? like sitting in the theater. Oh,
0: darn it. Starkiller base is just like the Death Star. Oh, No, it's just... Who who dropped the ball on that one? I think it does a good job at bringing back the old feeling of Star Wars and reminding us... All the
1: transitions and things like that. That was fun. The
0: wipes. That's when they do the the transition. Like
1: the the PowerPoint transition. (laughs) They didn't
0: overdo it. The prequels sometimes kind of overdo it. But you can tell like this is very competently made. J.J. Abrams...
1: An entire crew and cast and...
0: But J.J. Abrams was born to be a movie maker.
1: He really really was.
0: Seriously, like...
1: skills he's got skills
0: i think my favorite trailer of all time is probably star wars the rise of skywalker the new one like i loved that trailer the first one when it had the cackle from palpatine spoiler for Uh, a trailer uh, 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 but uh. just his shots are beautiful he uses a lot of lens flares you know what i'm talking about like when you see like the glare from the lighting yeah he does it all the time it's a very it's like a thumbprint of his and you know of course he did the star trek movies which i really liked you really liked i did well um and I remember a lot of people talking about how those movies felt a lot like Star Wars movies. And it was really cool when he got the opportunity to do it because he grew up a Star Wars fan. And I thought he yeah, I thought he did a great job at capturing the feeling of Star Wars. Agreed. Amen. So, the plot does it so it works for you as far as, you know, the
1: story. There's there's obviously things here and there that are kind of bothersome. You know the whole
0: droid having the map, kind of like R two D two. Yes. I like. I loved incorporating Han Solo into it.
1: I did too. Yeah, he was awesome. Well, and um, no, for the most part, I really thought the story was awesome. I'm trying to think of the parts that really bugged me. Honestly, yeah. Go ahead.
0: An interesting part. So this is something that I feel semi-bugged me. I felt like Luke was used as a teaser.
1: He totally was used as a teaser. And, and that, felt, reading, that let me feel, feel reading a online, little it unsatisfied looked like, after the four It looked like they didn't fully intend for it to be that way. What do you mean? Um, didn't Isn't that what it said? We were just reading about that other writer, Art. Oh, initially it wasn't supposed to be like that. He was supposed to play a much bigger role. And Luke um, or Mark Hamill even thought that he was supposed to play a bigger role and lost 50 pounds for the role.
0: He looks great in the movie.
1: He, he does look great, yeah, hey, yeah, but he really is only in there for two minutes. And that was something that was like such a bummer. Like, oh, yeah. she made it there. Cool. But then it ends. Yeah. So when and I'm not a fan of just having things end at a very critical point in a story.
0: I knew they were going to do it midway through the movie. I know. And it's it just so me. silly. Yeah. So it was actually there was one part. There was another part where I thought Luke was going to show up and I would have loved if he did, but he did not. So um, when Disney had purchased Star Wars, I think it was 2012 um michael arndt i don't know how to pronounce the name a-r-n-d-t um was initially hired to be the writer he still is credited because i imagine he did add some stuff he might have written like the kylo ren stuff i have no idea but his whole contribution did incorporate or i guess his draft of the story incorporated a lot more or had a lot more to do with luke skywalker and that of course was then handed over to jj abrams Uh, Lawrence Kasdan and like a few other writers who are not listed, but I imagine there were several writers.
1: Well, and I, and I don't feel like, like the writers write the story and then they have editors that edit the screenplay, right? Oh yeah. There's tons of people that go into these things. So it wasn't even like, oh, hey, I like this or here's my script. Now you write it. They're not handing it from writer to writer. I feel like they're all contributing and they're putting in what they want, and then the editor takes and puts in what they like from each thing, or something, I don't know. Very, and it's not yeah. just one editor.
0: I think you nailed, I think you nailed an a important huge point group. with these Star Wars movies, and I don't want to get too much into what other people are talking about with them, because, again, our, our our goal is to make sure the movie gets its fair shake from us. You know, We can't control what other people think, but at the same time, I think it is an important thing to recognize, especially with these movies, is like a writer isn't somebody who locks themselves in a room and does whatever they want. And then the people just kind of have to deal with it.
1: And they and they go off whatever they wrote no matter what. It's a very common complaint with
0: The Last Jedi. Is people are like, "Ryan Johnson did this and he ruined everything. It's like, well, there are other people involved and there were other people who approved the stuff. So and a, a, a really cool thing about The Force Awakens is it does feel very true to, again, the overall feeling of it's Star Wars. Wars. But I also think it's intentionally... Doing that to set up a breakdown of the common story of of Star Wars, if you will. So we got Kylo so Ren. So you're
1: saying it's setting up the exact same story just to break it all down?
0: Yes, I, I do think that a lot of the story elements or the the characters and themes in the movie are kind of self reflective, if you will, of like the Star Wars franchise. Kylo Ren, I think, exemplifies what Disney is hoping the new movie will be. And hear me out on this one. So Kylo Ren's key, I guess. So Anakin, let's, let's start over Darth Vader.
1: Name three (laughs) more characters. uh, How many more characters can you name? So Anakin
0: slash (laughs) Darth Vader, his big vice was that he wanted to control everything. That was his thing that turned him to the dark side. And that was like his kind of his root weakness. Kylo Ren's is his insecurity. Which I think is so cool because I haven't really seen a villain like that. Like there are multiple times in The Force Awakens where he loses his mind over the fact that things someone just aren't working out for him. Someone did something wrong. Yeah, or like someone questions that is, is, is uh, you're not that strong, or like is mocking him. You know, and he loses, he loses his mind. mind. Yes, and it's just cool to me because it like for me it feels like that's like the film directors or the film, I guess everyone involved in these new trilogies being like, yeah, we're trying to fill some pretty huge shoes here. But, but I, we're also going
1: to do something different. Yeah.
0: And so like it's, it's kind of cool because it, in him is exemplified a very unbalanced person. And I mean, how could you, I mean, I, I can't even imagine having the task of writing and directing the new Star Wars movie. You know, it's going to be viewed by everybody and really criticized by a lot of people. But a big deal. I think they do such a good job at embracing that. And I do think it's reflective in the plot that yeah we're this is kind of it's kind of like a soft reboot of the franchise but it's an intentional plan because we want to show you through like the story what we think are the important themes of Star Wars.
1: And yeah, I can appreciate that. I do as far as the plot goes though, I do think that because of that because it's just kind of I know that that like I can appreciate that that's what you think their intention is. Yeah. However, as just a general movie goer, I don't feel like I appreciate the plot as much because you kind of already can see what's coming and it doesn't feel like the plot has a lot of point. The characters have points or like have, have, um,
0: they're like vessels for the substance. Yes.
1: Yes. However, the plot is just kind of the background to the characters is what I feel like. The
0: bad guys. So I feel like the plot isn't super strong. Yep. I don't know if I already said this in this version. Um, but the base Star Killer base, it's pretty cool that it's named Star Killer base because Anakin Starkiller was the original name of Anakin, Anakin Skywalker, Skywalker. When George Lucas put it.
1: Skywalker, it was Skywalker? if that was what everyone was saying. Oh, the Star Killer. Oh, cool. you're a Star Killer. Yeah, it's oh, kind of Star Killer.
0: Um, but yeah, that's why it feels so at home in the Star Wars universe because it's like, well, that was like the inception of the Star Wars universe. Yes. But I think yeah, there are certain elements of the plot that don't work. I think the one that. Kind of bothered me when I first saw it. The most was the fact that they didn't use Luke, um, even in the crawl. The opening crawl, the very first thing it says is Luke Skywalker has vanished. So it so felt you're a little bit too. It felt like it was he was appealing me too much. It felt like it was saying, "Hey, audience, the guy you've been dying to see isn't going to be in this movie." It, it, like, at or, at least, did that? Did or you no, get they that weren't feel saying that.
1: that. They were like, "Oh, maybe he will be."
0: Yeah, exactly, but it felt like
1: And they're going to go find him.
0: It felt like the creators being to? like, "Hey, like this is our Star Wars story." Like, "Hey, first off, like where's this guy?" Yeah. You know? It's, it's it felt like they it were dangling kind of baiting. Bait. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. And there was one part, again, the part that I thought that Luke Skywalker was going to appear in is when the the lightsaber flew past Kylo Ren. I yes. thought Luke that was grab that. That would have been so cool. And I thought that would have been awesome. And Mark Hamill even said that. that's actually what he thought. Like that's he's like, cool. "Oh, I thought that was going to be my introduction." I remember um, you saying that. But they have that right at the end and well let's just first and foremost he looks beautiful am i right uh, luke yeah
1: he really Didn't does he, cool? he ages well <laughs> he, he really aged cool. so
0: well yeah
1: handsome man
0: and we'll get handsome more into his man. performance when we He's do the awesome. last jedi because that's what our plan is is of course we're gonna do the force awakens the last jedi and then rise of skywalker when it comes out phenomenal performance in the last jedi Not yes. just, uh, you okay know, anyway, carrying spoiler. on so let's move on to dialogue um i think the overall writing of this movie is great um, I mean, it's a Star Wars movie, so there's a lot of... You, you have to have these quotes in well, Star and, Wars movies. They, they have uh, to speak these big lines like, you know, let the past die in the last Jedi, but you know, Force Awakens. I'm trying to think of like certain things that are like that. But we're not done yet. There, there's one. It's
1: <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> just an inspiring quote right there. Tomy what Bo- does he mean? Tomy what do you Bo- think he means by that? We're not done yet. Does, yeah. Do you think he actually means that we're done? Do you but, think like, he's stuff being like, passive-aggressive? i
0: show you the dark side. Yes. I'm all just thinking Kylo quotes. I'm trying to think of like... Where they else. speak with this yeah, they, eloquence again, of... guess it's a quote. Of, yes. You can put it all on a board. Yes. You know?
1: Which is their intent. They want that to be that well, that's way. That's how the original movies are, you know? They do always put... What does, what does um, what Harrison Ford call the mumbo jumbo or whatever? Mumbo jumbo? What does he call it? He had a phrase. Who?
0: Who?
1: Harrison Ford. Oh, I don't
0: know. About oh, all he their he Star he Wars like words. That. Yeah, he does say that.
1: He says something about how they always have these words, these these funny things. So there's all these words in there, but it's fun to think of them in this room of like, oh, let's use this. Oh, let's use this. You know, throwing in all these crazy. I like it. I think overall,
0: I think the dialogue works really well in this.
1: It does. It's it's not really distracting. No, and I think that's all you could
0: ask for. Agree. You know, it's not over the top. It's not prequels (laughs) where it's distracting. Yes. I hate sand. Or. No, it's because I'm so much in love with you. Yeah. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Like I, that not feels good. Very first drafty. This feels a lot more. Again, it feels like there's a lot more people into it. Um, what about the characters? This is where I think it shines. You You talk about the characters first, actually. I
1: I, okay. So just to make a list, because we were we doing got, that earlier. We got Ray. Ray, awesome. Amazing.
0: Uh, Finn. Finn. Poe. Poe. Dameron. Kylo Ren BB-8 BB-8 even BB-8
1: BB-8 I kind of love him BB-8 I truly they love him the way him he like shows
0: r three nine one. no I BB-8 love BB-8 it. it's cute it sounds
1: cute and it looks all the same when you write it in square letters and he rolls he and rolls. he gives a thumbs up
0: with his lighter so
1: cute that was funny that Actually got a good laugh he has a laugh. lot
0: of character with a meow.
1: yeah well he's even even when his little head just flops forward and he's in defeat and yeah, it's he's cute, just cute um any other characters that we're missing well, C-3PO Kylo obviously R2-D2 asleep R2-D2 is Luke, asleep. not until the ending. Snoke. Nope. Mm. Snoke, meh.
0: But on purpose, I'm telling you, I think you're supposed to feel meh about it. Maybe you're not supposed to.
1: I don't think you're supposed to feel mad about it. They did no, want meh. him to be meh. more... Meh, meh. Oh. Meh. They did want him to be more menacing, I think, than he actually was. He seemed kind of off in a way. Yeah. But overall, really awesome. Because we're not taking old characters and trying to... Um, carry them through into the next series or introducing new characters into these movies. And they did an amazing job at building the story or not building the story so that you didn't feel like you were missing out on anything.
0: Do you have a favorite character?
1: Definitely Ray.
0: Mine's Ray too. She's just... Daisy Ridley does a great job too. She is
1: an excellent actress and... The story that they have for her, even though they don't really tell the story, and that was the other thing with this one is it kind of had mystery because it was the first one they didn't include all of the background for anyone, and that's a big thing in the next movie. Um, even with Poe, like what is his story? We don't know, and it doesn't and that's matter. The nice thing
0: is you don't need it. Exactly. Uh, that was a, it. Was honestly, it was a frustration I had when I first saw the movie. It was like, but well, who's the first order? You know, the one line that. Maz Kanata says oh, yeah. uh, Maz they rose from character. the dark side like that, that's sufficient really at the end of the day it it's like yeah if this gigantic empire this galactic empire were to fall away or like the main leader was going to be killed I, I don't evil doesn't go away and to think that it would go away is hubris. Do you feel that? Do you feel that? That's Luke. Another spoiler. I'm just getting to I'm, you, just, I'm excited for the last He is really excited for I'm the excited next for the episode. Last this is,
1: this, just so you know, this has been anticipation for years. Years, <laughs> baby. I've been and, writing and this he's episode been putting for a little, long time. N- he's been putting little teasers into every single Outer Experience podcast.
0: I have. <laughs> yeah, I think we have every single episode.
1: There is a reference. We'll combine them.
0: Um so one character that I'd say who doesn't work for me is Maz Kanata. Yeah, I don't I don't she, love her. She's meh. I I didn't she's mind her. She's in this movie than she is in the last Jedi. She's oh, definitely. Bad in the last Jedi.
1: Well, okay. Yeah, she is kind of cool in her own little way, but she wasn't someone that I'm crazy about. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's fine. She's fine though. Yeah. She's fine. Yeah, but she also doesn't really matter into like the main She does help throw of the plot.
0: She literally tries to help Ray with the call to adventure because the lightsaber is literally calling her.
1: She and does. She's
0: you know, gonna hand it to her. But I do like one thing that she says, and again, this movie does set the groundwork for where the last Jedi was gonna go really well. I think contextually these two movies flow very well together, especially after watching it recently. But she says, I think you've known for a long time that the people you're waiting for aren't coming back. And she's like, I don't want anything to do with anything. And then she like runs away and that's when Kylo catches her. But it's cool because Ray, I think, you know, can be criticized by saying like, oh, she's really strong and all this stuff. But I do feel the Force Awakens is a great job. I mean, she marks on the wall of that ATAT that she's living oh, out of yeah. like hundreds and hundreds of days that she's been living by herself in that thing. providing for herself and assumptively like defending herself. Yeah, and shows, learning how to
1: defend herself. Yeah, it shows she's when kind of those
0: guys are attacking her in the square. Well, no, they aren't attacking the her. She, yeah, she no, goes to, get, to take the Oh, droid. that's right. They and were, and she beats him down, and that's when Finn sees and there's her. There's like three of them, and so it's like, yeah, this that's girl's confident. That's kind of a funny
1: moment. He's like, oh, should I? No, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> not like, help Okay, her.
0: she's li- she's lived by herself. She is. A very, I mean, you, get, you don't get much more humble than living by yourself, having to provide for yourself, having literally nothing. And only getting
1: a quarter ration. Quarter portion. Portion.
0: Mm, I'll pay you for the droid. That guy's a show stealer. He's, he's cool. I, I like him, honestly. But <laughs> I like the design. Again, they nailed the design. They did. But what Even I do love about characters. Ray is she is a good representative of what a perfect force user should be humble, self reliant, and amenable if and, you will, but or she's teachable. also
1: not she's also not unquestionably obedient yeah. she's cautious
0: but she's super respectful she, she you is. know meets han solo and
1: i love i love her relationship with han solo even Me in the too. small moments that they get together it's they not, got chemistry in like a, not
0: like not in that, no, way. I not mean like in chemistry. that way there's just like they something just magnetic are, about their interactions yes together. like like her the father she always wanted it's just sweet it's really sweet and you buy it i bought totally that's the one thing okay so let's talk about like the the reintroduced characters or the revitalized is that what you say yeah chewbacca
1: has changed chewy looks older (laughs) it's cool yeah (laughs) i was just kidding he's a little bit he's got
0: a little bit more of an attitude no he's got a little bit less of an attitude
1: i don't know i like chewy he's so sweet
0: but harrison ford i think knocks it out of the park well of course he does well i mean i I don't think that was a way because i don't think he really likes Star Wars? He didn't like being... I think he didn't like being known just for Star Wars. I think for she him... Wasn't. Indiana Jones. Well, no, Indiana Jones came after Star Wars. I'm just saying, uh, I think that was a big victory for him when he was able to launch his own kind of career off. And him, you know, famously, Han Solo wanted was to be killed cool off character. in the original trilogy. He Harrison did. Ford did. He was like, I, I think it makes sense for my character's progression to be killed off in Return of the Jedi. And I think he might have been right because you watched the... You watch Return of the Jedi? Know, he doesn't though. do anything in Return of the Jedi.
1: I, yeah, I don't know. I, I Leia doesn't do anything.
0: It's yeah. kind of, it, Return of the Jedi is still great, and I've, I'll always love that movie. But they don't do much. They That's okay. turn off the shield generator.
1: Hey, important. The shield
0: generator's been down. That's <laughs> Akbar. Anyway, Harrison Ford, I do feel like... Yeah, the thing he is, put his all have, into it. He could it. have phoned it in. You know, he broke his leg on set you know there's poor a lot guy. of stuff that went into the production of this movie but i mean poor gap seriously poor guy and then i think jj abrams like significantly hurt himself trying to get the door off of him cuz he was when he's in the millennium falcon they have these automatic doors and it closed on harrison ford's leg and broke it Broke it. and jj abrams like ran over was like oh crap like this is like the most important actor out here <laughs> Yes. and like br- like hurt his back trying to get it off cuz a super heavy door but Awful. it was cool to see harrison ford back in the the solo shoes but also just he just was, he did such a good job there's like he's, this there's like this regret in his performance in it and it's like brief moments where he's like looking at the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon or when he's talking about it's true he, all of it you know it's like it's so cool like that he
1: puts his all into it which just
0: feels like he's lived a life you know, not only in his look, but also like the fact that the screenwriters aren't going to be like, "Hey, let's have him say some Han Soloy stuff." It's more like, I know, like She's they didn't have him go now. back to being a smuggler, which I think was a common issue that a lot of people had, where it's like, "Well, that doesn't seem like Han would have done that." It's like
1: that's what he knows. I, I like, don't really I care. I like
0: that idea that they go back to what they know after a huge tragedy. You know, yeah,
1: like, he's trying to find happiness again. Yeah, it's like
0: his son turned evil <laughs> like is the most evil person in the galaxy. Yeah. I think that would definitely It'd be tragic leave a Scar, Yeah. But I love his interactions and Carrie Fisher, I think does a great job as Leah again. She does. And I, it's so sad that she passed away. Cause she like, I, I think she got back in those roles and did really great in this movie. And in the last Jedi, Carrie she Fisher really and did. It. And it was cool to see them both on screen together. Cause they do have good chemistry and she hasn't, she wasn't in a lot of movies when she got older. Um, but she does, like, I, I think she deserved to be in a lot more. Like, she's she's good. She really is. I do think she's a great character. But, um, yeah, anyway, that's, I think, the strength of this movie is the characters because the story feels focused on them. And I agree. They make you care about all these new ones real quick. Do you think there's something to that? Like, what is it about, like, Poe Dameron? You said you like Poe Dameron. What is it about him that you think is, like, cool?
1: They, I think each of the characters have kind of their own swagger in a way. I don't know what Poet better especially. word. Yes, that he just carries this like, well, and all the characters feel like, even though we don't have all the background story and whatever else went on, they feel like they're really fleshed out and that they're real people. Yeah. And that's I'm what I love. How and that's that that what makes works. you, I, I don't know. It's, it's, a I think lot of it's, it's charisma. a combination. It's charisma. It's,
0: yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we, uh lost Technical audio interference. We went through a black hole. Um, so kind of what we were saying and what I was asking Cassie is um, how these characters work so well. You know, and I, you know, we mentioned, you know, a lot of it goes into the actors themselves and how charismatic they are. But what else do you think goes into and why do you think the characters work so well in this movie?
1: I feel like even though we don't know the backstory of most of them, um, the actors and actresses act as if The character they're playing does have a very full and extensive history. It's it's very fleshed out in the way that they portray these people, which is really awesome.
0: And the dialogue does help out a lot with that. Um, You know, Kylo saying, "I didn't know we had the first, we had the best pilot in the first order (laughs) (laughs) first order in the resistance, in the resistance on board." You know, that's cool because it adds a lot of back back backstory to Poe without having to have him tell you himself. You know, it's not obvious with explanations. Rey, like, we don't need dialogue. We just have the fact that she's been by herself. That's, that's what you need to know about her. Like she's For very years. And then with Kylo, again, like a lot of these characters didn't demand background, which is cool. Because like, it's not an entirely new... We're going back to an already established world. But like with Kylo, it's just like, this dude is obsessed with his grandfather. And, and wants to be like him because he wants to be powerful.
1: And scary unstable
0: yes and He's i think that's awesome did we ever talk about that, that way well, yeah we did about like how darth vader his whole thing was like he wanted to control everything was that in the last thing that got cut out i don't know keep going anyway it might have been that so i, I apologize for repeating myself. so the, a cool component or um aspect or something of anakin skywalker was that he wanted to control things and that's kind of what led him to the dark side is like he saw this stuff in the future that you know his wife was gonna die and wanted to control that, wanted to make sure it didn't happen, and it led him down this dark path. And Luke has that same issue. Like he wants to control things. And Kylo is more like his power or not his power, but his I guess core is insecurity. So it's Which like he just wants people to think he's like as good as Darth Vader. That's like I think what he wants is just to feel accepted. By somebody, and you get so much more and to be seen as the best. Yeah, well, you get so much more character from Kylo Ren from The Last Jedi when you know why he is the way he is. Because I do think that movie explains it perfectly why he became what he became. Just psycho With, crazy. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: he just wants to be loved. Yes, or <laughs> and it makes or sense just esteemed. coming from the parents, or coming from Han Solo. You know, yeah. like a smuggler. Like I don't know how he would have been as far as.
1: Well, it's not even that. I think it. Yeah. You know, we can maybe not. I don't. Yeah, I no. I feel like Leia was probably a really good mom. And oh yeah, mean you know, yeah. She probably. But was. but just that he had.
0: He would have disappointed you.
1: Complication yeah. and had this really s- scary story. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, wasn't my favorite character
0: Kylo Ren? Wasn't. But in I in f- this movie. But I freaking love. I know he's one of my favorite characters in Last Jedi, if not yeah. my favorite. But I love his design so cool and that's one thing that's the other area we're going to talk about is the set design and the costume design which i do think that this movie hits out of the park because it feels like the star wars movies and it's just it's simple but like gritty and awesome at the same time agreed does that makes sense it does like i, I don't know it, how you compete with darth vader's design but i really love kylo ren's design
1: <laughs> It it is pretty awesome
0: yeah so kudos to whoever put that together. Um, we commend you. Did we already talk about? Because I thought there was so unfortunately we had a, we had like fifteen minutes cut out.
1: Yeah, it just stopped recording. So if we repeat ourselves, congratulations, you, you get to hear it again. Forward.
0: <laughs> but one thing I wanted to talk about was like the reprisal of like of Han Solo. I think maybe that's in here already, but I reprisal. Of, what do you mean? Like like Harrison Ford coming back to play Han Solo. Oh. Is it in there? Should I check if it's in there? Uh, just go ahead. Let's Loved just it. move forward. it. Thought he did a great job. He really did. He. Showstealer, in my opinion.
1: He did a great job of <laughs> not playing his old character, but playing his old character who has now grown into an old man. Yes. Which is awesome. Totally. That he's taking it from just Han Solo to Han Solo with a lot of other life behind him.
0: And we also, you know, said we loved the fact that he and Ray had good, like, mother or (laughs) (laughs) father-daughter chemistry.
1: Relationship. It was really cool that they had this really sweet relationship, even in the small amount of time that they were together. Totally. In this movie.
0: They sell it. Great actors. Great actors, great directing. Um, Symbolism. So, with The Force Awakens, what do you feel are some hidden meanings in this movie? What, what, like what sticks out to you?
1: Um, I feel like acceptance is one of them. Okay. That um, Kylo just wants to be accepted by um, the First Order. Yeah. Or he just wants to be recognized as being like a strong leader or whatever. I don't know. And then Rey is just trying to find her place to be accepted. And is kind of like finding it in a really awesome way within the Resistance. Which is cool. And then Finn as well is looking for a place that he's like, I do not feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm going to go somewhere else. And hey, they accept me with open arms. I, am with I don't the know.
0: Resistance. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think the like awakens is a big theme as well. You know, of course, it's in the title, The Force Awakens. But it's like it's it's the awakening of the new franchise, but you know it's it it's a slow introduction to what i think disney is hoping to accomplish with these three movies where it's not only bringing you back to the world but also like kind of addressing that it's going to be a different set that we're dealing it's with new. i mean ray is a woman and that doesn't have a background i think that's pretty cool it is doesn't have to be like a significant lineage to matter and Do you think that that was planned from the start of The Force Awakens or do you think that's something that The Last Jedi kind of was just like, hey, maybe we should go this way? Because I think it was planned. I think Maz Kanata kind of makes it clear when she's like, you know, those people you're waiting for, they're never coming back.
1: I think I think so. It didn't bother me when it when no. they said that she wasn't anything or it wasn't felt from anywhere. It was more
0: satisfying to me than it would have been if it like, it makes your sense. grandfather was Obi-Wan Kenobi.
1: It makes sense that she wasn't from anything. Yeah. And it's really... Um,
0: inspiring.
1: Inspiring that she, yeah, was able to find hope.
0: Family are the people you choose. That's right. I think that's really cool. Um, but I liked that. Um I also liked. Yeah. We've kind of already talked about this, but like the stability part of it with Kylo Ren, but also I do think that Starkiller base, which we've probably already mentioned before, but Anakin Starkiller was the original name of <laughs> Darth Vader. When Luke George Lucas was writing This sorry for repeating ourselves. I don't know how much of this was deleted, but I just think that's a cool callback to call it Star Killer base. Um, how, it is like when it's sucking in the sun to power itself. Um, Not only is it a cool image of, because that's the moment where Kylo Ren kills Han Solo, but it's like the light fading from him. And this is like the big moment where he is now gone. He's too far gone kind of thing. Um, But then Starkiller base explodes where it's like, yeah, like to have that much power is a very unstable path. And we see that kind of more in, the Last Jedi, but also we do see it in this movie where it's like this guy's ambition or this guy's desire for power is his biggest weakness is like Kylo like you can't handle this stuff like it's you're taking on a little, fighting you. off a little bit more than you can chew and this isn't where you need to be
1: or you're not taking the time to really I don't know. It brought in an interesting aspect of the force. Well, no, this is something that was m- in Star Wars before, but just how you need to figure yourself out or you're not going to be able to use the force in a productive way. Totally.
0: All right. So let's say creatively, what would you say? Oh I mean and again, original scores in this movie I think are great as well. I mean we won't oh, go I'll, too much into that, but the music is the music they added was phenomenal. Whether it's the Kylo theme of brm It's really great. Good. And all, all of it always done by feels, and I love that. Like it, you can play all these songs together. And they all feel at home together. But well, that's the cool thing: is like it, it feels fresh and new, but it also feels so Star Warsy.
1: And that it all flows together too.
0: That's a common thing with this movie, because I do think it flows well within the universe. So out of ten, what are you going to do? Ten out of ten for the creative side of the Force Awakens.
1: Because of the story, the like plot, which I feel like is kind of big within the creative side. Um, I would say a 7 out of 10.
0: I'm going for the same exact thing. I'm going to say 7 out of 10. I don't think... So again, this is our personal opinions on this stuff. I don't think that it's too derivative of A New Hope. I do think they did it on purpose as far as why it was so similar. Um, And I do think that that purpose is very interesting. Where it is... um,
1: taking the story and breaking it up
0: yeah the writers and the creators of these i think are very self-aware they're like we know what we're doing we're we're filling in some pretty big shoes so what we're going to do is we're going to give you something similar but a little different because we want to ease you into what our plans are
1: just want to make we're gonna make some big changes we're
0: gonna make some big old changes for you get ready for your mind
1: to be blown you said seven did you mean six no i meant seven I yeah, am seven Okay.
0: Um, all right. So let's get into the technical side of things because I do think that this movie technically beautiful. We'll start with cinematography. J.J. Abrams is really famous for using the lens flares and but has great shots. There's one shot in particular of this movie that always sticks with me. It's not like the most amazing one. Actually, I have a favorite one, too. But one of them is when Starkiller Base is shooting the beam, the red beam, and it goes across Kylo Ren's head like it just shows like him watching and it just reflects. So you could see it reflecting over his helmet. I just think that's cool. It just It's feels, a cool perspective. It just puts you in there. It yeah. does. It just like the glare All these of little everything. Things. Yeah. And I think some people find the lens flares or the glares that JJ Abrams to be distracting. But for me it kind of adds to the realism because it's like I don't know. Like, again, it's the camera glaring, like, so it should be like a distraction. You're just like, oh, oh, yeah, I'm watching a movie. But at the same time, it also feels like for me, it's like,
1: well, I don't know what it almost when you move into the sun and then you move out of it and it's It's kind of blinding. Yeah, Yeah.
0: that's interesting. I I do wonder why he does that or where he got that from. Who knows? It's a very like clear, like thumbprint, if you will. Which is interesting. And very intentional. Like you watch anything with a lens flare and you're like, oh, this is J.J. Abrams. Um, But I just think that's cool. And I love that shot. But my favorite shot of the movie um, would be they do so many long takes during the action scenes. And there's one in particular when Maz Kanata's place is getting attacked by the First Order and then the X-Wings come in. And then you see... Poe Dameron's X-wing take out like seven Tie fighters, and it's just showing it throughout the sky. And then Finn goes, "That's one heck of a pilot," (laughs) and it's really cool because it's like, "Oh my goodness, this is exactly what I wanted," you know? Like it's just so cool.
1: And I feel like in that moment when they're on um, this planet and they come in and they're kind of trying, aren't they? They're like moving around, trying to kind of hide from them in a way, and getting up to the. It, is this right? Maybe. Keep going. It's just, I, I don't know. It's just they're a cool perspective. On the ground. Yeah. yeah. They're fighting them on the ground as they're flying above. And it's just a cool per- perspective of them, like trying to hide from them as they're bombing and oh, doing yeah. whatever else. It's
0: And when you first, fun. the introduction, because again, I, I think, I don't, and I, again, I don't know if this is deleted, so I apologize, <laughs> but the way J.J. J. Abrams introduces these things that we love is great. Like the millennium Falcon, when he introduces that, like that's a huge moment in the movie, but also when he introduces the X-Wings, you see him speeding over the water and there's like, mist, and it gives you a real life perspective on what that would look like. Cause like, it's like they're close to the water. So we're going to have it shooting up and it's cool that the technology is caught up in that way. We're like, to show that. this looks real. Like this is like what a real I'm really spaceship flying this. over would look like. Um, so yeah, I do think the cinematography, I think this movie is excellently shot phenomenal um one of the best shot star wars movies in my opinion not the best i do think that belongs to the next movie we'll be talking about but i am um, i do like the visuals i do think they add to the story again i mean they have that one moment i already talked about with the light fading for kylo ren's character um but yeah i just overall i think it's shot really well um what do you think about i guess like the special effects of the movie
1: oh it it I don't feel like I'm looking at them and thinking, oh, this is CGI.
0: Yeah, there really aren't any distracting moments.
1: No. It,
0: I feel like, yeah, it might age differently, but who cares? I don't... I enjoyed it now.
1: I don't feel like it will, though. It still I don't know. great to me. Yeah, because even even when you were watching that in movies older and a monster comes onto the screen, there's certain like characters sometimes that move kind of funny. Yeah. But for the most part, um, in these movies i don't look at it and think oh that was made by someone on a computer and i did think that before in other movies yeah and he used a I mean? lot of
0: practical effects i think to help to make feel that
1: right. you mean models and things like yeah. that is that what you mean oh yeah mm-hmm.
0: like the space like let's talk about like the speeder that ray rides on in the very like beginning part of the movie when she's scavenging all the stuff from the atat and then she's like driving away like that's a practical ship that she's on just kind of like the old movies used to do Instead of like yes. just being all CGI, where it would be like, because like your eye, the human eye picks up on that stuff on pretty the well. Or it's like that that doesn't look right. There's
1: something off about yeah. this.
0: But I, I think that's really cool that he, he's able to mask it a little bit better with the practical effects and yes. the incorporation of CGI. Adding in other. um Overall, how do you feel like this movie flows? Do you think it's pretty? fast paced do you think it like it works for you or is there any part of it where you're thinking maybe they could have
1: the timing and the cutting yeah um the only time that i feel like i kind of started to think oh wow this is kind of a long movie is when they went to maz Kannada. but then just moments a later a little bit it does but it kind of takes the time to be like oh hey we're still focusing on ray and still wondering about this lightsaber and whatever else they're adding into there um but after that it picks right back up so Overall, I would say it does a really decent
0: job. Yeah, I'd say this is a, like a personal nitpick if I have to get nitpicky. Because overall, I think this movie is one of the most fun Star Wars movies because of the pace. Because it goes so quick and there's so much action. A and lot. there's so much things going on and there's so much, again, like so much fun you're having with these characters. I do think it would have benefited from taking a breath every once in a while having like a scene where it's just a little bit calmer because there's always music in the background. There's always something happening and we're always moving busy, but it's not like a bad thing. I, I, again, like I guess I'm more saying like, I could see maybe where people wouldn't appreciate that where it's just like, it's true. Too much, You know, like let it, let it, let it's it. It's telling it in. a
1: lot of different character stories.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's so in many one movie. Yeah. There's a lot up in the air because they have to establish the new characters, but they also have to give you the old characters um music we already talked about was great um the acting let's get into that because we talked about the characters but let's talk about the performances again we already talked about Harrison Ford thought he was phenomenal Daisy Ridley was phenomenal as Ray um Alex Boyega did a great job as Finn really great
1: a lot of yeah and a lot of these were kind of newer actors that didn't have any huge roles oh, this yeah. was their big breakout role and none of them disappointed really
0: oh and Oscar Isaac as Poe I thought he, again, Excellent. he's got like that
1: confidence. Swagger. Yeah. He's
0: so cool. I really like him as an actor. He's good. And, and then,
1: they all have really good chemistry. They all seem totally like they are. work really well together.
0: And I love the... Um, uh, so, again, Force Awakens, and again, I apologize. We're going to keep apologizing if we're repeating ourselves. Adam Driver wasn't my favorite in The Force Awakens. I uh, no, he wasn't. don't know if it wasn't edited I well I don't think we him. did
1: talk about this yet, but just that when we got done watching it the first time we both were like really that's who they picked for Kylo like Ben Solo yeah that's who they picked for him
0: it's just Harrison Ford is so handsome and, and Carrie is beautiful so have. and been they built
1: up that moment of showing what he looks like and he was just he just isn't a conventionally attractive person
0: I know it's so funny because I remember thinking that after I saw The Force Awakens but now I'm like man that guy's just he's, 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 he's so got it.
1: cool yeah <laughs> He does have his own, he has his own style and And he owns it and he does and confidence. He just, yeah. Which is so funny as an actor. I feel like he's a very confident actor, but then he's playing this person so well. Um, someone who's just not confident. He has this like false confidence and false show of power, I guess.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, I do think again, yeah, he took a step up in the last Jedi. But that might have been because it was it was more to do. There was more written for him to do. Because this one is kind of there's more. there's stuff, but like there's also lines like, We're not done yet. It's just us now. Han Solo can't save you. Which isn't like a bad line by any means, but it's like, what else can he do? He can't really and like do it's not like, like there's a ton for him to dissect in The Last Jedi. But like I think he does he does a good enough job of The Force Awakens, but you can see that he has been getting better. There's a movie, there's that Patterson movie that we see saw with Adam Driver, where he's just the bus driver. Did you watch that with me? Yes, I did. It's, I, I don't recommend this movie to everybody, but.
1: It's really boring. He's a phenomenal actor. He, but feels he does like a, a really real good person. job at playing this it's just really a guy random
0: dude. Who drives a bus and writes poems. That's literally it. He writes poetry, and it's sweet. And I actually really like that movie. Yeah, it's and not for everybody. It's got, got a really sweet it's got little wife in yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. But it, it feels so real. And like I think that he is really stepping up his game like i th- i haven't seen marriage story yet i'm dying to see it just because of him and well and scarlett johansson but he's just a phenomenal actor he and is. he there's something about him that is very captivating like he is like he kind of demands like i don't know like he has like a very commanding presence he does and i think that's why he's a I, good cast for again Kylo the guy. like confidence that he gives and i do like the Donald gleason as the guy who plays um General Hux. Oh, yeah, he's good. He's a good... He's He was in, like... He had a stretch where he was in, like, some of, like, the my huge favorite movies. Huge movies. That one year, he was in Brooklyn, which I loved. He was in The Revenant, which I loved. Force Awakens. Like, he was in, like, so many... He's a busy dude. movies.
1: And he wasn't playing huge roles, but, I mean, enough rat- that... It? Enough that you recognize him. <laughs> he did a great job. <laughs> he's, he's a good actor.
0: I think he's a great actor. I, I hope to see more of him. It's kind of cool, because... And I always f- forget this, but Eliza tells me that's the guy. So you know, um, the guy in Harry Potter with the weird eye,
1: Mad Eye Moody.
0: Is it uh, the the teacher? Yeah, that's his son.
1: Oh, that's cool. Isn't that cool.
0: Yeah, Mister Potter. He's yeah. a great actor too. Mad Eye Moody. Anyway, anyway um, so acting overall, I think eye. is good. Who's your Who's your favorite actor in this movie?
1: Uh, Daisy Ridley.
0: I think Daisy Ridley probably would be mine too. Well, favorite character. Ford. Okay,
1: well, favorite act like
0: actor yeah so this isn't about the character anymore this is about who do you think performed the best <sighs> daisy ridley runs kind of weird
1: which i don't mind that <laughs> makes her more realistic that's true she that's has not, a very unique style it, of running. yes and it makes it like oh yeah like you're a person
0: yeah because i I'm feel like i feel like, like sometimes performance they um
1: uh, maybe poe
0: i think maybe poe too i was actually i was literally He's, thinking poe or han solo I think Harrison I'll Ford's going to be mine just because...
1: What is his What is Poe Dameron's real name?
0: Oscar Isaac.
1: I Oscar Isaac.
0: He's a great actor. Um, Harrison Ford, I, I, th- I think this is his best... He was really good in Empire too, actually. Oh, Never and mind. BB-8. BB-8's great. <laughs> but I, I love the emotional mo- moments with Harrison Ford. Like, you know, when he's talking with Kylo on the bridge. Like, mm-hmm. And what do you think you'll see if I take off the mask? The face of my son. Like he just he does a good job at being, like he's like a dad full of regret, and he like is. when he says Ben, like that's like a Ben. It's, like, <laughs> a, it's like a haunting noise though. Like, it is. And like I do think you know as cheesy, not cheesy, but like as big of an emotional moment as that is, I do think it works. I, there it, wasn't a part where I felt like oh this is this is cheesy. Like you do feel with the prequels where it's like oh ooh. I mean I like these. You're really you know, taking like me out it. of I'm this moment, fun, but this is you taking know? me out of it. Whereas like these ones, I feel like those big moments they do work. It's true. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give it to Harrison Ford. Um, so overall, what is your score out of ten on the technical side or the camera side of? I feel like Force this Make-ins? movie
1: is a ten out of ten on technical.
0: You know, I think that's a that's. I mean, I'm not gonna go ten out of ten. I'm you're gonna, gonna go, go. You're gonna go critical. I'm gonna go nine out of ten. Cool. Because I do think it is. Like, execution-wise, it looks dynamite. It's shot so well. It's directed really well. But, you know, I'm going to go 8 out of 10, actually. Now that I'm thinking. Okay, why? Because there were moments that I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's stick with our first one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to stick with 9. It doesn't matter. You can't can't justify your reasoning? I'm going to say 9. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I know I'm flip-flopping here. I would never be a politician.
1: As far as the movie goes, technically, I don't think I had anything in this movie that I was like this this part was edited wrong or any any of my problems that i had with it were more on the creative side
0: that's fair yeah for me i would say and this
1: was made really well and this set was really good and the costumes were really good
0: I, I think it just comes down costumes to either incredible. editing or acting because there are moments where i'm like that's yeah. not bad but it's not my favorite okay and it's really like and it's not fair but it's like it's that part with kylo ren where he's like we're not done yet it's just a weird delivery. He, yeah. It's not, I don't know if it's his fault or when if it's it, just they.
1: Even when you watched it again after watching the other movies and having your new love it's not for a terrible Adam Driver. Line. It really isn't. I think it's just when you the watched it again, did it still head.
0: bother you? No, I still, I, no, it doesn't bother me as much, but it's still there. Okay. Because so like, I do remember like there, like there were a be couple. Like it's not perfect.
1: Yeah. There were a couple moments when we were watching it the first time I remember them being like, laughable moments or something to where we were like oh that's weird i don't remember exactly what they were because i feel like
0: that's why yeah like it's like a 10 out of 10 it's hard to say like what's technically a 10 out of 10. see and i feel like it's technical (laughs) it is i feel like (laughs) technically i
1: I can give it a 10 out of 10 (laughs) confidently
0: all right well let's get into our third and final and arguably most important part of our lights camera reaction the personal side um Cassie, what makes this movie special to you personally?
1: I feel like Star Wars, it was something that I could appreciate as an adult, but as a child, I did not like them. I thought that the movies were boring because I was probably six years old when my brother and sister would watch them all the time. My older brother and sister. I want to watch My
0: Little Pony.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think that's what I wanted to watch. I have no idea what I wanted to watch, but it wasn't Star Wars. And I would go somewhere else and not watch the movie. But um, as this came out, um, and I did know that J.J. Um, J. Abrams directed Star Trek. And I did really like those movies. And so I was like, oh, this is going to be a new, like, appeal to the masses Star Wars. Which I was like, this is going to be good. It's going to be a fun movie. So overall, I I appreciated it. And I thought it was really awesome that i was introduced or not introduced but i finally felt like i was connected to the star wars world i think that that's what this movie did for me
0: well said well welcome thank you or as they say in batu peace be unto you i don't know if they say that no what do they say they say something I have spoken. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) That's goodbye. Um, For me personally on these movies, or this movie, it will always hold a special part in my heart. Darling. But this one has flip-flopped for me quite a bit. I went from when I first saw it being like, I liked it. It wasn't my favorite Star Wars movie because I did feel like it was really derivative but also like there was just stuff that it set up like with snoke that i was just like i just don't care and i frankly i don't i don't want him to be in these movies yeah hashtag thank you last jedi (laughs) but um so there were parts like that that i was like yeah it was good but it also felt like kind of cheap to me like i felt like it knew what i wanted and it took it back from me. Like, it was like, Didn't I know let you, you have want it. to see Luke Skywalker. But you can't. We're going to give you two seconds of him so That's you get excited it. for the next movie.
1: And then you'll come pay your money and come see the next I was going to see it anyway. Yeah. Just let me see <laughs> him, him a little bit longer. Yeah. Luke deserves um, more. He so, should. He better have gotten paid a lot for he that He got paid scene. a
0: lot. I think he was like the second highest paid person what? in the movie. Harrison well, Ford, number, number Ford one. Was probably
1: number one. You, yeah. You better believe it.
0: Um... But So that was like my first initial feelings with Force Awakens. I was just like, it's a 7 out of 10 for me. But after watching The Last Jedi and then watching these two movies in tandem together, I do feel like they flow really well. And I like The Force Awakens more because of The Last Jedi. Which is cool. Because I do think that Disney and the creators are trying to get at the point of like, look, we can't recreate this for you. But we don't need to kind of thing. Or like more of like, there are more important things than... To
1: life than Star Wars. Just kidding. Well,
0: maybe. (laughs) You know, like maybe it's saying that. But like, I mean, The Last Jedi more so is like talking about like, you know, hold on to the important things of these. You know, they're not going to be what you expect and they're not going to be what's satisfying to you. But there are important lessons we can learn here. With The Force Awakens, because I don't feel like it is... I mean, it's deep. I think upon watching this one the second time, I was just like, oh, there are like some themes that I still need to dig into.
1: There's a lot it, of character building going on.
0: Again, it's gone up for me.
1: And, yeah.
0: Like, it, it's it's better than when I would initially thought it was. And that's something that I don't think, I, I can't cheapen because I think some of the things that I enjoy most in a movie, one is like, again, the theme. Like, does the theme resonate with me? But two is characters. And characters might be even number one because it's like, I can watch a movie with a great theme, but if you don't make me care about the people in the movie then I, I don't care who needs you and the characters. I think they'd knock it out of the park here. Um, have your feelings about this movie changed at all? I mean, mine have changed. Have yours. Um,
1: not necessarily. I don't, um, after watching the last, last Jedi, probably. Did you,
0: do you think that? Cause again, I think last Jedi I boosted this movie. I agree. Okay.
1: Yeah, I agree. Cool.
0: Um, with that being said, what is your personal score? You gotta go first of the Force Awakens. So, I love Star Wars. I just I think they're so fun. I think that this movie accomplishes what it needs to by being so rewatchable. It I can. Is. Th- I think this is one of the most rewatchable Star Wars movies. Is like I can. Like, if it's on, I'm like okay, I'm in. It's just so fun, and the characters are so good. I'm gonna give this thing a nine out of ten personally. That's I really awesome. like this movie. Um, again, it was a seven out of 10 for me back in the day, but it's gone up and that's again, something I can't take away from it is it, it gives me everything I want. It gives me amazing action scenes. It gives me great characters and it brings me back to uh galaxy far, far away,
1: far, far away. I think because I have this personal vendetta against movies, that end in the middle of the movie. Um, and then also because I feel like there was some, like I, I love when movies are handed to me on a platter and I don't have to do any kind of digging or I don't have to know any other information beforehand. I love those kinds of movies. And this one does have other information that I need to know, which I can appreciate now.
0: Maybe General Snoke should consider a clone army. Is that what you're <laughs> talking about?
1: What's a clone army? What the what the clone <laughs> now? That is not self explanatory. Clone, that is not self-explanatory. clone <laughs> army? What does it mean? Don't does do it well. mean an army of clones? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a movie called Attack of the Clones, please? Oh wait. Hold on. Um, no, I just feel like there's little things here and there, and because they do have their own language in some ways that I'm kind of Literally. uppity about it. Um Someone. Yeah, well yeah, some literally speak their own language. Um I that I give this one just this one an eight out of ten, personally. Fair. Totally fair. But I did love it.
0: Yeah. And I think that's why again, it's hard to put stuff on a scale. Because it is. if I say it's a nine out of ten, it doesn't mean that it, like there's an eight out of ten like, Because I feel like there are eight out of ten movies out there that you're like, Well, you're saying it's better than this movie?
1: Well, we're taking it in the context of everything that we have on our own personal level.
0: Not comparing it to other movies. Not
1: comparing it to other movies. Not even comparing it to other movies in its series. Yeah. I feel like you
0: have to But kind we still of, want to acknowledge the flaws. Um, yeah. Is there any other things about... Th- this is so random and I'm just going to bring it up. There was one part where like when Han, you know, gets the Millennium Falcon and Finn and Ray are Ray. Oh, I forgot I was going to bring this up. Her name is Ray she's the spark she's like the you know she's the hope. ray of light yeah like i mean ahead. that's a big one uh, <laughs> there's like a part where han is talking to these these other smugglers that he is like in trouble with and that, that's the like the Wrath tar scene when yeah they come out they come and try um, to eat him i remember thinking the design of those two crews i didn't love han solo you're a dead man. It doesn't feel
1: They feel like the the whistle guy in Avengers. Yes. They feel Marvely.
0: Or right, Star Trek. But that's just again, sound. it's a personal random nitpick that I decided to throw in right at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Um but again, I think this movie does a great job at being fun.
1: It it really does. It does
0: a great job of being what it was supposed to be. What
1: is movie. your overall score? Uh
0: twenty five. Twenty
1: five. Mine is three. Oh. Also 25. Hey. Way to go. We did it. All <laughs> that's right. pretty awesome. So
0: that's ours. Let us know what you think of The Force Awakens.
1: Let us know what your score is for this yeah. movie out of 30. What's your creative We'd love thoughts?
0: What is your technical thoughts? And what are your personal thoughts? We want to know. We're just hoping to enrich the movie discussion. We hope you enjoyed this. We appreciate you listening. If you have any questions or have any suggestions for any questions. Any questions or (laughs) suggestions? Any questions? (laughs) (laughs) If you have any suggestions for future episodes or you'd like to contribute to the discussion, please write us in at outer experience podcast at gmail.com. Cassie, is there anything else you'd like to say? Thank you for listening. Sorry if we repeat ourselves. So
1: long. Farewell.